0: Okay, Bakar Tov, everybody. So I wanted to share a short story related to Pesach as we uh, do our final preparations. So uh, the story goes back to April of 1945. It was after the Second World War, after the Holocaust. And many of the Jews, they mm, tried to go back to their where they came from. They didn't know where else to go. And there's a story told about the Skullinu Rebbe. He um, was in an area called, he was in, from a city called Chernivtsi, which was uh, part, originally part of Romania. And there were many, many uh, Jews who came back after the, there after the war. And nobody stayed there for a long time, but they all, you know, right after the war, they didn't really know where to go. They all went back to where they came from, so they went back to the city of Chernivtsi. So it was right before Pesach, and the scholar and the Rebbe was trying to figure out what to do about matzah. Everybody needs to eat matzah for Pesach, so what are you going to do? So he uh you know, and there were other people there. He had to, It wasn't just him. He had his some Hasidim who came back with him. There were other Jews who came back with him, and he, he wasn't really sure what to, ha- what to do. So he found this guy, one of his Hasidim, his name was official uh, Karpel, and the Rebbe sent him to go out to the local farm to buy some wheat, and they do the best they can to mill it and grind it into flour so they could have matzahs. So they started making as many matzahs as they could, and uh, the Rebbe knew that there were many other people there, there were many other rabbis, there were others who... Um, who they would try to give matzahs to, but the Rebbe knew there was such a high demand, and there's only so much he can make. He's was, he was one person. There was, wasn't so much flour they had. He was only one person, so he said, "You know what? I'll give at least I'll give three matzahs to each person. Each of the each of the rabbinim, each of the people who come will get three matzahs." Okay. So people are coming and coming, and they want their matzahs, and their matzahs, okay, so he's giving, he's giving, he's giving. So there's one rabbi there, who's another rebbe. his name is the Seret Vishnu He I don't think he was originally from that city, but he came back also, it was one of the places where people came back to after the war. His name is Baruch Hager, And he sent his eight-year-old son, Rav Moshe Hager. the person who wrote the story, said he heard it from Rav Moshe Hager himself. So he sent Rav Moshe Hager to go and pick up the matzahs from, from the, the Skolana Rebbe. So he was eight years old. So he says, you know, I want to send you regards to my, my father, the Seredvish and rebbe. And the Skolana Rebbe was so happy to see me, he was so excited to see him. So he said, please give your father my special regards. He's such a special person. And he gave the boy three special matzahs. He picked three nice special matzahs to give for the Seredvish and And the little boy says to the man, to the, to the, to, to the Skolana Rebbe, he says... Um, my father said, I should ask you for six instead of three. So the, uh, the scholar Rabbi says, no, I'm sorry. I, I, I love your father so much, but there's only so many matzahs. There's so, so many people and I can't give you six matzahs. So the boy says, I'm sorry. My father said, I cannot leave here until you give me six matzahs. So the the Rebbe said, I, I appreciate your father's big tzaddik and, and I love him very, very much. But listen, there are, there are many, many people who need here who need matzah. So, uh, you, can't, uh, you can't have more than three. And the little boy said, I'm not leaving until you give me six matzahs. Okay, So, he had no choice. The Skaldan Rabbi had no choice. And he says, Okay, I, I know your father's a big tzaddik. So, here you go. Take six matzahs. Give him my warmest regards. And he goes back. So, little by little, the and Rabbi is giving out more and more matzahs. And he's giving out, and he's giving out, and he's giving out. And, giving out. and somebody comes to him, my before the chag, and says, Please, Rabbi, Rabbi, I want matzahs. So the scholar Rebbe, he, has, he, has, uh, he doesn't have so much, so much matzahs left, but he says, okay, fine. And he gives him the, uh, the last three matzahs that he has. no, so, he's, he's going into the Chag, and uh, he says, okay, I'll, I'll figure something out. So it's, it's a little bit before the Chag, and he gets a knock on his door. So he opens the door, and he sees... That little boy, Moshe Hagar, says, how can I help you? So Moshe Hagar is standing there with three matzahs and he hands them to the skull and a Rebbe. So he says, what are these? He says, my father knew that somebody was going to come to you right before the Chag. And they're going to ask you for the last three matzahs and you wouldn't be able to say no. So he asked for the six matzahs so he could have the three extra matzahs so you would have three matzahs as well for the Chag. This is the way I originally heard the story. And uh, it shows you a lot of incredible things about the sacrifice people made after World War II, the sacrifice people made for mitzvot, the sacrifice people made to do chesed for other people in trying circumstances and the, the wisdom of that Rabbi, the Saravishan Rabbi, who was always looking out to do chesed, looking to do chesed with others, and he did it, he did it with wisdom. I'll end with another famous story about doing chesed with wisdom. There's a very famous story about the Beis HaLevi, where somebody came to him and asked him, can I use milk for the four cups of wine? So the Rebbe said to him, mm, uh, let me think about this for a minute. No, no, I'm sorry, you can't use milk for the four cups of wine, but uh, you know, he realized the guy was poor, he didn't have money for wine. So he said, let me go and uh, let me get you uh, some money, and you can go get the wine, and it'll be fine. So he comes back with a large, large sum of money and he gives it to him and he goes, fine. So the, the Beis Salevi's son says to him, Rebbi, Abba, Abba, or maybe it was one of his students who said to him, that that's much more, more much more money that you need than to buy wine for Pesach. You give him hundreds of dollars or the equivalent of hundreds of dollars. You don't, that's much more than you need for wine. So he said, if the man was asking me if he, drink, if he could drink wine at the seder, that means he also doesn't have enough money for meat and for other Yom Tov necessities. So I didn't just give him enough money for the wine, I gave him enough money for everything that he needs. So the kindness that we do is kindness that's thought out. The kindness that we do is with wisdom, with thought, with effort. We don't just, when we give tzedakah, we don't just, or we do chesed to somebody else, we don't just throw it at them. But we think about what are the real needs of this person, and what can I do, what can, how can I, we, it's, it's not just a, 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 I'm presented with a need and I fill it, but I have a conscious process of thinking what can I do that will help this person? What does this person need at this time? Even if they don't tell me that that's what they need, but what can I figure out that this person needs at this time? Have a chagasherusameach everybody. Call to.